Elizabeth Kyle Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. And today we were going to discuss Tell Me I'm Worthless. However, upon reading it, we decided that it wasn't going to be a constructive conversation. Um, I'm still open to it, like, happily. But... No. I haven't read even. I read the yes. first sentence. That is, as it much could be as like a rehash read. of our first episodes where Kim has no idea what we're talking about, and we she just has to kind that. of piece it together. <laughs> I <laughs> that might be kind I, of weird on this one. <laughs> oh man! Uh so instead, <laughs> instead of going down that rabbit hole, we decided to do Lucha of the Night Forest. Um, which is still an LGBTQ plus pick. However, it means we did three young adult books this month, which is kind of interesting. We normally don't do that. Um, and this is sapphic. So it is by, I'm going to say this wrong. I just know it. it is written by Talor K. Mejai, Mejai, and was published in 2023 by Make Me a World Publishing. Uh, to large, strive to create stories which showcase the importance of community, radical inclusion, and abolitionist values for their website. Um, and they currently live with their child partner and two small dogs in their home state of Oregon, which is where Kim and I are from. They use they, them pronouns, if that wasn't clear. And they have their middle grade book being turned into a TV show on Disney+. Plus. That is not this book. This is That's a different book series that they have going on. And in terms of the plot for uh, Lucha of the Night Forest, Lucha will do anything to protect her sister, Lee. He partners with the dark, brooding god to stop the drugs haunting her people. But the beautiful paths and the truth send Lucha on a journey of choice that she may fail at. Kim, what do you think of the plot? Yeah, I thought it was um, a little boring. <laughs> um, I mean, it it wasn't horrible. Um, a decent to younger young adult story. Um, but yeah, they kind of plotted through the the, the forest. Okay, okay. Uh, Sarah, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I would say it was pretty generic. Um, like disappointingly so, uh, and yeah, a little boring. A little okay. Boring. So I'm gonna come to bat for this because I actually don't someone has to. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was as generic as it at times could feel. Um, and the reason for that is it really did play with elements that we see in other books. And kind of like toss them aside a little bit. So, for example, we have the dark brooding god. Let's be realistic. If this was any other young adult book, she would be falling in love with him. But like, so the thing is, in the beginning, it's like she walks past this lady selling portraits, which has the goddess and the dude on it. Yeah. And it's very obvious that it's like the goddess is the good person and the yeah. dude is the evil one. So it's just going to be like good versus evil you know so i kind of expected a bit more subversion there and there really wasn't it was just like no it that was the evil guy the whole time exactly as it was set up in the beginning um 
again, I come back to that. If this was any other young adult, I mean, even, even you know, um, leave our goes. We have the Darkling, and she still, like, kind of flirts with him. Um, but in this case, Lucha has zero romantic interest. Um, yeah, I mean, she's also not interested in men. So I guess, but that's that's what I'm saying is I think I think it took a traditional plot, and the subversion that we were going to see in this was not going to ever be the plot line. We were going to have a good versus evil, and we were going to see how that played out. And it was always going to be that he was evil, yes, and that she was going to defeat him. Um, I think this is also this author's first young adult book, and they've been writing middle grade before this. So I do think that it does kind of reflect what they were previously writing it did um, feel younger so right very wise. much so and that's perfectly fine right and this is allowed to be younger young yeah. adult book um yeah but it you know i'm i'm not a young adult so reading this was was listen yeah the choice was this or very adult <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I would have been happy to talk about Tell Me I'm Worth is lots no. of thoughts there. But no, no, that that would not have gone well. There was no winning in that discussion. Um don't need to win, just sharing my thoughts I, and feelings. <laughs> I, meant, negative. I, meant, <laughs> I meant there was no there was no way we were going to we were not the people to discuss that book. <laughs> and then I we still had lots and opinions on it that I could have talked about. People I might know. not have appreciated it, but it's I know my experience. Um, so then we had to pick a book that you that we could easily get <laughs> into our hands, and this so, is what we were left with. Yes. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate the plot. Um, I mean, it was and, better than Tell Me I'm Worthless. Let's let's. Be clear there. Okay. Low bar, okay. but it definitely passed over it. Um, and I thought the ending didn't quite feel the tra- like the, the traditional ending. You know, she didn't just. We're not talking about down. the ending yet. It's part of the plot. I'm saying the plot, while yet the overarching good versus evil played out the way it was supposed to. Um, there were elements about it that I thought still played with it. I liked how mushrooms were used in this. Mushrooms were not used the way they normally are in plots like that. Normally, mushrooms are the big bad evil. Um, so, so to me, the only reason why mushrooms were the thing was so she could say, well, okay, I listened to it, or could write mycelium a thousand times. It's like, okay, we get it. Big word. Um, I yes, like mushrooms the word are- mycelium. I do too, but not eighty thousand times in one book. I only saw it like twice in the book, I think. Oh, I, no, I again, I was listening to it, so it was coming across. That probably fall under style or mechanic. Um, but I, I liked how mushrooms were used for the plot. Um, I liked how she didn't just suddenly decide, yes, I'm now going to live in the goddess coven. Thingy, my bobber, and you know, be oh, here cult. with my yeah, be here with my sister and the person I love, but instead recognize that she still had a journey to go. And I think this is a she had the whole fucking journey to go. She started out wanting to destroy the drug, wandered through the forest, ended it. It's like, well, I guess I ought to destroy that drug now. 
you yeah, accomplish nothing except revenge. I don't know if this is a standalone or if it's if it's multiple books. So if it's multiple it books, it, it has to be multiple books. But it, like, it, what else is she going to do? Gain divinity again, or like you've already hit that high point of action? Oh no! Anything she'll discover she be... never lost her divinity. That's that. <laughs> that's just an assumption by all these characters at this point. She's she's not lost her divinity. It's it's yeah no no. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> you guys sound so cynical. I thought I was going to be the cynical one today. Okay, so numbers okay. for plot. Sarah, what what value do you give plot? Two. Okay. Kim. Oh, I'll give it a three. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it was bad. I just think it was not inventive. I think it was bad. Well, it was pretty are, bad. <laughs> I was gonna say you guys are like. I just like, thought it was unimaginative it. and boring, and also, although this is not for this section, not super well executed or developed. Okay, so, so negative, so negative, bad, negative, missing. <laughs> okay, main character. Who do we want let's, to create? Let's define who they are. That, that's Lucha. what I'm literally in the process of saying. At the off. Lucia, do we think anyone else is a main character? No. Or does everybody else feel like a secondary character? Yeah, yeah, I would... Yeah, well, I, uh, yeah. I mean, okay. I guess the guy, whatever his name was, I can't... Oh, Salvador. Salvador, yeah. Do you guys want to treat Salvador as a main character, too? I consider him a secondary character, but... Okay, he's a secondary character. So... What did you guys feel about Lucha, uh, Sarah? She was a character in the book. That's that's for sure. Um, I, I mean, I I feel weird because this is pretty much just what I said in my Goodreads review, and I don't really like repeating myself. But she just she felt the most developed of all the characters, which is why I think you know. When you say main characters, it's like, well, that's the only one with any concreteness to her. But at the same time, like, I I just, I don't think she stood out from any other protagonist I've, like, read about before. There's no defining characteristics or twists or personality traits that really, you know, bring her to life as an individual person. So I didn't hate her, but I also just... She was there, a vehicle to deliver the story to us. Okay. Him. As there was more. Was there more, Sarah, or was that pretty? No, no, that's that's pretty much okay. it. Okay, so uh, my thing is, I'm getting really tired of reading characters that are constantly saying, "How do I phrase this?" that whatever it is that's happening isn't happening. So she's like, what was the love interest's name? As. Yeah, she's like constantly, but she couldn't, she couldn't love me or she couldn't want me or she, you know, and, and it's just, it's just such a tired trope. And, and I, I don't even want to call it lack of communication, which is also a tired trope because 
they weren't communicating in any way, shape, or form. Every time there was the beginning of a communication, Paz was sent off into the woods by herself. Um, and so there was just this this internal, I don't even know, it wasn't even like self-deprecation. It wasn't, it was just monologuing. Yeah, and it was just not, there, 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 there was nothing there. Um, and it's just something that seems to keep, I don't know if it, if it actually is keeping coming up or it just felt tired when I was reading it in this, um, listening to it in this, I, I got to confess, I was on a plane, mostly awake. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I found her. What I can unequivocally tell you, you would have hated the monologuing and tell me I'm worthless more. Okay, well, yeah, <laughs> we don't have to go back to the book we didn't read. The prose. Oh, I didn't read. It wasn't yeah. even a monologue. It was just straight up the whole book. <laughs> yeah, oh, but, it, but the whole great. book was just monologuing. Well, it was like stream of consciousness, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> the book we didn't read. We have to tag read. this as being both books. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, so I like Lucha. I like the fact that she had a, like, a stubborn decision as to how he was going to handle things, and she stuck to it. I don't feel like she ever truly wavered from her conviction. I also like the fact that when it came down to it, it wasn't fate for her. And I get very tired of the fact that in young adult books, it's always you're fated to do this. There's no other choice. You just do it because you have to. When he was literally told, no, everything is about choice. Humanity is choice. Can you just stop here and not proceed forward? Yes, you can. Will somebody else have to do this eventually? Probably. But you do have the choice not to do it. So I did like the fact that she had a choice. I also liked the fact that Unequivocally, her concern was her sister, and it never le- felt like she deviated from caring for her sister. Um, like, that was her driving factor in anything. Now, was it sometimes a bit weird how long it took them to wander the forest and, like, there wasn't really a lot going on? Yes. Um, was she a little silly about Paz? Yes. But then I remind myself it's young adults. She was 16. Yeah, and so it's like, okay, you know, there's some forgiveness there for, like, not communicating. And 16, we're not great communicators. Um, and if she had a lot of responsibility, and her focus was on her responsibility. Uh, was she really dumb for trusting the dark god who clearly had issues? Yes. But, like, she wasn't in the best situation. So, like, I had forgiveness towards Lucha. And I got to the end of it and I thought, you know what? If there were to be another book, I would be interested in seeing what Lucha does next. So I liked her enough to want to know whether she makes it back to Paz at any point. Um, so, Kim, you're rating on char- main character. Three. Oh, man. Sarah. Um, 
So, I guess, like, a five. Okay. I mean, like, that would be kind of neutral, right? Like, five would be yeah. middle ground. Okay. Yeah. I didn't really have negative feeling towards her. She just was very generic to me. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I've been... Oh, okay. Did you want to adjust your numbers? I was wondering why you were going so low. You've been doing one to five, because, haven't you? Not one yeah, to Yeah, I have been. So, switch it all to fives. Okay, I was going to say, because like, like, this wow. is 10s, right? Out of 10? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about it's that. Okay, I forgot to remind you. Okay, that that makes more sense. So I give it a, a 7. Um, I, And I, I think one thing that I come back to with that is, do I feel like it's generic at times? Yes. However, would 16-year-old Amberly, who did not have a lot of options for sapphic reads, have eaten this up like it was the best thing ever completely um completely what feels generic isn't necessarily offered as a sapphic choice and i know sarah you would not have eaten it up because it's sapphic um i'm thinking what would 16 year old sarah think about this i was like eh, same thing <laughs> yeah I, I know but 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 16 year old amberly would have loved seeing a sapphic character um and i think there still isn't a lot of literature now that has young sapphic characters where their sexuality is just a component of the fantasy, not like, you know, the driving factor that they're fighting against or what have you. Um, so then secondary characters. Sarah, what did you think of all the other characters in this? They were there. Um, I did not feel that any of them got much characterization. Uh, Liz was Liz Lise, whatever her sister's. Lise, yeah. Lise. Uh, she was vaguely interesting at the beginning when she was like being a little brat, which yeah. 12 year old, whatever. Uh, then she was drugged for a majority of the book. And then she was being taken care of by the cultists off screen uh, until the you know very end. So kind of a wash on that character uh paz is pretty has honey brown skin or like medium soil colored skin at some point a dancer can use a bow and arrow likes lucha and that's like it for her yeah. character so like i was like i just would want the character that's the love interest to have more Volume to them? Traits, volume, depth, yeah, anything. Um, so that was, and again, she also kind of came in and out of the story. Oh, yeah, Kim mentioned, like, she kept getting sent yeah. off or disappearing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then there were some evil dudes, obviously, which probably don't even really count as secondary characters. They were just antagonists that yeah, were briefly there. And, and then uh, Salvador, um, just your basic bad guy so yeah i mean i wasn't terribly impressed with any of the secondary characters i definitely wanted more from them i wish more time was spent on them um more effort was made into fleshing them out yeah um i feel like lucha was fleshed out salvador was fleshed out got close but like Ben was just like out of commission. Yeah, like sideline. Like out of commission. 
And Taz, we spent so much time setting up a false story about her that by the time you get to the end, it's like, okay, but I don't know who Taz is. Because everything that, like, Lucha learned was just a story. And there, they, there like, weren't any deep interactions between them anyway. They just, like, had some yeah. conversations to propel the plot along. And, An attraction. Like, yeah, I was like, I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kim? Um... You guys are way much, way, way much. Good God. You are way more generous with Liz than I was. I was so irritated with, with a non-existent character that that was my ending thought was what was the point behind this character in this book whatsoever? Why was the driving force, everything that this, this main character wanted was to protect her sister and she wasn't in the story. She has maybe three throwaway scenes where she's in there a bit more extensively. Otherwise, she, she, I mean, why? Why are they packing this unconscious thing through the jungle? Who, who, I, I, I've not, I've been kind of in a jungle, not really in a jungle, you know. It's a, a forest, of, excuse me. It's a forest? It was a jungle. Well, it's called the night forest or whatever. Yeah. I know, but it, it's a jungle. Um, yeah. It, the influence it, is Mayan, so it, yeah, it's a jungle. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, Rain why forest. would you... Do we have a setting can... section that we talk about, by the way? Um, Not to interrupt you, Kim, I'm just... It's all right. I think that would fall kind of under style. We don't have, like, settings specifically. You keep asking me if we have settings, and we don't have, like, settings. I, but I think that sorry. would be style. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. But yeah, Kim, you can go on about okay. anyway, the unconscious so yeah, I, creature. Why, why? Why would we be doing this? This is there. It made no sense whatsoever. Um, it it it's kind of funny because so many writers are told get rid of characters that are excess. Um, I don't think all of your characters should be excess, um, except for the main one. I think you need to actually have some sort of interaction. Um, I'm not so. Huge what do you mean by inter- excess? Um, like just extraneous have, to the story or yeah, like having way too much detail or, or having too many characters it's because it's really it's really hard to write believable conversations between four or five six people um because so like bloated don't... like too many characters yeah. right right um and and it's like uh this author was told to pare them down and make them just a few characters and then pared them all down except for the main one um okay and that eliminated any conversation whatsoever except for the one she was having with herself which i got really tired of um so yeah i was just irritated with list just being this this non-existent character that was talked about constantly but was never really there um and then paz uh like you said she was there but she kind of just trotted off into the woods by herself and then her story None of it was real until we got to the end. Then we find out what the real is. Um, I was I was expecting Amber to lose her shit over the fact that Salvatore had had mist. He had that dark mist. She's Amber's mentioned that in the past where she doesn't. Oh, like the shadow it. powers. All of, but it wasn't yeah, like, the shadow powers. It actually wasn't physical, really. Yeah. I don't. Well, no, he was. I did notice that shadows. too. I. Yeah, I, I noticed that too. It wasn't physical. It it, it was yeah. a little bit more true to what a shadow would be, but and, still, I expected Amber to be mad about don't, it. Don't bother me. That's Sarah. I thought it was you. 
No, I mean, it's just, it's, it's a thing that people use. It's a trope, but it doesn't. Right. You've but like recently I, how you don't know like it's wing. happening a lot. Fourth wing with Satan's power. Like the fact that shadow, or both Sarah and I don't like the fact that shadow powers tend to have like a physical component to it when it's a shadow, like, like it physically interacts. Okay, well, I thought you said you didn't like it's how frequent it's become in stories um, recently. So I mean, well, yeah, it is usually physical and frequent. So yeah, well, it didn't. It it felt like he had death magic more than he had shadow magic, and he didn't feel like he had magic at all. He stood around, and everything around him went white. Yeah, um, I will say I think the one thing that bothered me. When it came to the secondary characters, is it was kind of implied that Liz, a thirteen-year-old, ah, yes, was raped and then just like. Actually, I think she yeah. was twelve. I don't think she was thirteen yet. Okay, twelve or thirteen, however young she was. Was it? Because I was imagining her much younger or uh, older, yeah. and then it was like twelve. Yeah, and then she was raped and he was drugged and like. She sold herself. It was like, oh, okay. And then was just like, yeah, I'm going to stay with these people while I'm recovering. <laughs> Again, superficial. Yeah, it, it, and that was my frustration. It's, it's well, you know, cults do thrive on vulnerable people, so... Yeah, but like, there was significant trauma. And even Luca, like, dismissed her sister's trauma. It was just like, yeah, she did that. I can't believe she did that without talking to me. Now I'm going to save her. How dare he drug her? I'm going to kill him. And then, like, there was no attempt to, like, reach out to Lise and make sure that, you know. there was This whole story was really rushed. I mean, there was no time, like, at any point to digest anything that was happening. So, yeah, it's like. Maybe if she thought about it a little bit more closely, but it was more like, ah, oh, she's withdraw, going through withdrawals again. God damn it, what a burden. Yeah, put her to sleep. That'll make it better. I don't um, want to deal with it. <laughs> I, think, I think the thing that was weakest for me was most definitely the secondary characters, without a doubt. Um, is oh. there anything else? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, although this probably would have been more of a plot thing, but like, I really, in the very beginning, when Liz, Lucha told Liz, Lise, like, I'm just going to leave. And I was like, good, because this bitch does not appreciate you. And then, like, the next day, she, like, woke up and she's like, no, I wouldn't leave you. I'm like, God, just commit. Commit to your spiteful <laughs> actions. She'll learn or she won't. And, like, you can just live your life, you know? And then that was another disappointing factor is just didn't even yeah. get that. Okay, so on that note, Sarah, what would you rank the secondary character? Mm, two. Okay. That's probably generous, but... Ten. That one, I'll actually go down to three. Three? Okay. Yeah, I think that one for me is is a, a 3.5. Okay. Plausibility. What? Oh, plausibility. Yeah. I heard responsibility. I was like, I don't remember that one. Plausibility. I don't even know how to judge that with this book. Okay. I I think the obvious thing is 
one, the idea that they're in some sort of like rainforest kind of setting and just like trekking someone who's dragged up along, who's coming from down with withdrawals, that was not believable to me. Also, Lucha was in fucking terrible condition after being held captive and not, well, I think she was fed a little bit, like, yeah, bare minimum food to keep her alive. Um, and she yeah. was a mess when she broke out. So, yeah, plus the druggy or not druggy, but the drugged sister. Yeah. Um, and well, and it was just that has new healing. And and then let's let's add to that wandering off into a jungle by yourself as these 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 three women would well well one of them was unconscious but it, Paz would wander off and and Lucha yeah. would wander off and it's like do you know how easily people die and they find each other again after yeah yeah and they just randomly and she, she just pause just walks back up again like how how did she find no yeah no. So, yeah, there you go. Plausibility. I mean, also, how does this world even work? Like, is it is it part of the Earth that this forest is located in? Is it some magical realm? Is it connected to the outside world at all besides the drug trade? Like, I didn't understand the economy or anything going on here. And while I don't need a deep dive on that, I really don't. I also need at least some sort of, like, development of the setting to kind of explain that it's not just like this forest in a bubble in a void compared to everything else maybe if you shook it upside down everything would you know and you stand it back up and everything would float <laughs> down it would make more sense i don't know so did we lose oh there she is no i was <laughs> trying to think so, and i could be wrong i feel like there was a mayan theme to this but now i'm wondering if that was a different book i was reading that might have been a different book I was reading. I think that's The House in the Pine. Um, I thought this was more Peruvian. I, I I thought I looked up the author and she was, she, she's American, but they. she's, of they, I apologize, you're right. Um, I thought they were of Peruvian descent. So I thought it was even more jungle than we would see in 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 the Yucatan or, or in, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nope, I just realized, because I was like, Maya, and I was like, nope. There's no character named Maya in this, and that is because um, I'm also reading the house in the pines, and the, that character is from Guatemala. She is Mayan. Um, so I think this is supposed to be a made-up world because it says 16-year-old Lucha Moya, hence why I got Maya oh. mixed up in there, lives in the harsh world of Robaldo. So I think it's not Which supposed just to be seemed like a city when everyone yeah, mentioned but, it. But I don't think it was supposed to be like our world. I think it's it's kind of one of those weird Yeah, like, I mean like I figured it's probably like one of those well, you know, like with fantasy books how it's always like some vague form of Britain and like the part of Europe. Yeah. Um, but with like more South America. It's just it felt very small and contained, probably because it was all in a jungle. It's just, like, I don't know. I I didn't really see how these people could be there or, like, survive long-term in the conditions that they were in. So it just, it all felt very thrown together and not really, like, thought out, developed, even just, like, internally on the author's end, even if they never actually went into the details of it. It felt very shallow. That's the word I was looking for. Very 
shallow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. And then she throws in details like the cats. Like, yeah, that was weird. Very little explanation. It's like, oh yeah, they're just the things of the goddess. But like, were they necessary? They didn't play any particular role in the story. They were just thrown in there. And there, there were evil crow things, which I don't remember the name of, but I think it started with an S. Um, it's like, what? Where were those coming from? Was that Salvador throwing his power around as these creatures? Why? Why were they there? What was the purpose other than to be fought at the end? Like, I just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. My brain is, is still trying to find information. Um, so, and you triggered it because you said they're the Campaneros. Yeah, Campaneros. Um, so that's obviously supposed to be Latin or Spanish based. That's a Spanish word. Um, and yeah. there were a lot of Spanish words in this. Um, I think it was supposed to be South American because there was supposed to be the giant river that wasn't really easy to cross and the only thing I could think of was like the um the Amazon river but I thought the giant river was the salt river I don't it's think the, the Amazon river. is salty is it? I know but that's it's what it made me think of is like a river of that size that difficulty of crossing um which in South America the, 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 uh, yeah trying to get my thoughts collected and I'm having a hard time. It's been a long day. I've had some really weird conversations today. Really weird. Um, Kim's aware of them. They were weird and they just kept getting weirder. Um, so I, I think it was supposed to be South American, not so much the Yucatan area. So I think it's supposed to be like a rainforest setting, but maybe ambiguous. So anyone who's of Spanish descent, Latin descent, can kind of recognize elements of their own culture in this. Um, I mean, we, we have a drug-ravished country, city, with drug wars. Yeah. Is it a country? Is it a city? We don't know because we weren't given I know, those details. Yeah. It's just and this I, tiny I, little habitation in a jungle. Yeah, and I and I think it, it's supposed to be ambiguous but kind of reflect South American, Central American yeah. problems. You know, it, could it be Colombia? Could it be Peru? Could it be um, Guatemala? Could it be, you know, it has the option to be, you know, could it be Mexico? You know, it, it, it shows those weird assumptions as to how those countries struggle with drug producing. Um and then it's got, you know, a rainforest-style forest. Uh, and then goddesses, saints kind of thing where there's they're this weird mix of, are they goddesses that were originally, you know, gods and goddesses that were originally there? Are they saints that have been, you know, it, it was ambiguous, um, painfully so. Uh, and I definitely wish the greater world structure had been developed because we were just kind of given hints that there are other places that they could live that are supposedly better. yeah it's like you know we kind of had that with the sun bear trials where it is a fantasy like island yeah with like a latin base but you have like the, a better sense of structure with that book like and it's yeah. we still don't get a lot of details we didn't see a lot of it but it's just 
it felt more developed than this where it was like literally a dark little crowded town surrounded on all sides by this forest that can't die or, or something and like that it just i don't know they felt very isolated and yeah it it i think with the sunbearer trials we could at least see the culture it was clear that there was aztec influence on how it functioned um this i don't i don't know my brain thought mayan but that's because i yeah, other than, like, Maya. names and some, like, Spanish words, it's like you don't really have any prevailing culture that you can, or at least that I could pick up on. Yeah. Obviously, being white, I might have missed it, but I don't know. Yeah. What do you think, Kim? Did you pick I, up on I, anything? I thought it was as vague as everything else was. You know, it was, and I think it was uh, intentionally vague. Um, cause like you said, it wanted to, it wanted to touch a lot on, uh, Central American and South American, uh, cultures, you know, kind of paint them all. And, yeah. um, I felt, I felt that was a real disservice to the, to the book. Um, and, and to compare it to Sun Bear Trials, it, that one felt like it was, it painted a culture through the clothing that it described um and through the um the different gods that it in, invoked um whereas this one didn't it felt like it didn't want to di dive too deep into any particular specific culture within central and south america and and i and yeah. i thought it was a huge disservice to the book yeah and it it, it did we are still talking about plausibility right yeah yeah oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh i was like wait what it started with, the, with whether it was a jungle or not and yeah, yeah. And, and whether you're capable of carrying somebody through the jungle which you are not or yeah, rainforest sorry. i think in this case it makes me think rainforest even if it doesn't like rainforest is too general because different types of forests can be rainforests um, i know but that's I yeah. mean, that's what we're getting at is this author is ambiguous i don't think it i mean i think it's a jungle but like i think it's more supposed to be like the rainforest than like a jungle okay they also tip no 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 i'm gonna get specific on this because vines were very specifically described in this and you don't tend to get a lot of vines in a uh evergreen rainforest she got stuck behind vines she couldn't get through the vines okay, she sorry, finally no, had I to ask thinking, the vines to separate I'm, big on my, I'm thinking of an amazon rainforest when it's being described, I'm thinking of the okay, rainforest, not a so rainforest. Define the difference between the rainforest and a the jungle, then. All right. Okay. Okay. So when you when you say rain, yeah, okay, because you can have a rainforest like like the Olympic Peninsula is a rainforest. Um, it's just a different type of tree basis, not not just tree. Every all of the the plant matter in there is different. Okay, I have the difference for you. A rainforest, like a jungle, is filled with thick vegetation. But unlike a jungle, it has a layer of tall trees called a canopy that blocked out, blocks out most of the sunlight. The canopy prevents lights from reaching the ground, inhabiting the growth of plant, inhibiting the growth of plants on the forest floor. So it wasn't a rainforest then. What Probably. Did? I don't know. Because it talked about how the moonlight was something that she could see by, and if there's a fucking yeah. canopy oh, okay. up there. She'd be blind as a bat. 
so it's a jungle. Okay, we have, we have figured this out, but it wasn't easy <laughs> to figure this out. It wasn't. Other than the vines are the only thing that made me go jungle rather than than any um, other. Also, type of like place. jungle, you know, you think of something that is full of plants, full of life, and they see what a couple rabbits, a couple white-tailed rabbits, no insects. In, they in didn't have any problems with like mosquitoes that, or anything. And, and random cats that weren't described. Are we talking leopards? Um, uh, they were described. Large. They came. The head came up to her hip, and they had they had green eyes. Um, well, the ones yeah, that but she we don't saw know how big she them. is. So that could that could that could be yeah. two feet off. And the also, ground. they had a dark like stripe across the like, back of yeah. their body, but no spots or anything that was mentioned. Uh, I don't know. I maybe like a, a caracal or something. I was oh, I was like a tiger. More, leopard and the one thing i know about these these cats is leopards are exceedingly deadly in a jungle if you come across these animals you are dead you do not survive if you've read the animorphs you would know this (laughs) when the leopard escapes in one of the books i've never read animorphs so i don't know what you're talking about Uh, yeah god i do books of my childhood same (laughs) Trying to, uh, to get my nephew to read them, and he never. Do you have physical enough. copies, or do you mean this like on e-reader? The library has physical copies. Well, oh, you're lucky. Sarah's going Mine to the doesn't. library. Oh, yours doesn't. Yeah, ours has. <laughs> and I'm not going to request like a hundred paperback books. <laughs> we we have physical copies, and now they make them as graphic novels. Do they? Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. But anyway. <laughs> let's, let's let's number this this thing because we've discussed this to absolute death. Okay. What was your plausibility? Mine. Were you asking? Uh, yeah. yeah. Kim. Uh, two and a half. Sarah. I'm gonna stick with my not quite consistent rating because of that one five I threw in there, but I'm gonna give this a two. Okay. I give this, you know what, I would have given, like, if before we discussed, I might have given it higher, but I got to give it a one. It just, it didn't commit to anything, so it couldn't really come off as plausible. It has no concrete basis to work off of, no no facts. Okay, so then we are on to the ending. We're done? No, the ending of the book. No, no, and then we've done 10 of these, or? Oh, no. No, okay. yeah, I think this is the fourth one. one. Uh, I'm, 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 yeah, it's getting towards the end of my day. Sorry. Isn't it like, oh, 940 over there, huh? No, or it's 840. 840. I'm already two hours behind anyway, this time. Ending. I thought the ending was lame and a complete setup for a series. <laughs> okay. okay. Sorry. Sarah. I mean, like I mentioned this before, it was pointless because, again, her goal when she set out, other than to get away from the people that imprisoned her, was to destroy this drug. She made no progress on that. She just revenge killed its creator. Um, and and that was it. Like, you know, she, and she was briefly divine and then gave up that power. Becoming I have a question. Again. Yes? Why did it take four or was it three? I'm not sure, but I think it was four fucking chapters to do that battle 
my god right and it was just like nothing was even happening it was just like nothing bitch slapping each other magically (laughs) there were no epic moments it was just like i think she was trying to set them up as epic moments but they don't read epically it's just like no the sunlight pierced him and like there are some bird things and you know turns out the true power was just using the shadows all along or something yep Um, yep (laughs) bitch slap each other (laughs) i love it (laughs) i didn't mind the ending um (laughs) of course you didn't it was, it was, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was an ending. Um, I mean, that's true. It it did conclude at the end of the sentence. It did not just cut off halfway through the <laughs> thought. Oh my god! I I finished the book today at work, and I'm prepping for the book club that I do. And the last sentence was a text message: "Hello." Okay, so it wasn't that. And so, like, and I I literally tend turn to the next page like oh okay now it's gonna and i'm like this is the acknowledgement that i went back and then i went back i'm like is it is it skipping up no that is did you did you finish tell me i'm worthless i did oh okay um (laughs) don't i don't want to go there again i'm not i'm not i was just curious i was just curious (laughs) because you never rated it on goodreads so yes i did i gave it two stars Oh, same as wow. me. Yeah, I just I haven't been able to take Goodreads. I guess. Come on. Yeah, I did it late last night. Uh, oh. On Story Graph, it got a one point seven five. So. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, it's back to this. <laughs> I. So yeah, the battle did drag, and it felt <laughs> like there were too many attempts to make epic moments. It just didn't quite like like we we had to be pierced by the thorn. We had to attack him with light. We had to have Paz almost die. We had to have the night creatures and the real creatures all gathered together in a fight at the same time. I was like, oh my god. Really? What what is going to be the key factor here? However, in my love of mushrooms, I loved the fact that the answer at the end was mushroom to stop him. Um which then turned him into a tree for some reason. Like all of life. Like I was chill with that. Um, Just like mushrooms I, don't usually transmute directly into trees, you know? It's, no, it's but if the ants were still freaking mushrooms, and so that made me happy. Um, and I liked the fact that. Lucha didn't just be like, I'm going to settle down here now and have a happy life because, you know, all of my needs are met and life is good. And I'm just going to pretend like the drug, you know, doesn't matter anymore. So I did appreciate the fact that it wasn't just like a magical, like, wiping clean because she killed the creator of the drug. I I don't think it's it counts as a not settled down if she doesn't actually do the thing she set out to do. This didn't end the story. The the beginning of the story was I'm going to destroy the drugs. And then we get to this point. And like like Sarah has said multiple times, revenge murder. And then the story has to go on. So you As know, I, any book that's possibly multiple parts. 
<sighs> it's just it's not ri- Goodreads does not have it listed as a series, so I mean, yeah. they might just have not have announced it. But also, how can you go through a whole other book of this? What is she going to meet no. other generic secondary characters on her I journey back to Roboto? Robido? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just Roboto. saying. I don't know what it's ending, called. <laughs> the ending for me was okay. 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 Uh, okay. That's it's allowed to be okay for you. It's okay. <laughs> Sarah, what would you rate the ending? One. Okay. Kim. To two. <laughs> the important thing is to understand your enemy, hate them, and destroy them within just is, is... <laughs> with extreme prejudice. Well, not extreme prejudice, the opposite of that. Just go all out. Murder is, the shit is, out of them. Is is the enemy the book? Or the character in the book. Are you guys like fighting an enemy and the book is the enemy and you're just like annihilating it with your scores? No, that's or, that like... was the book. Storyline. Okay. 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 I give the ending a five. <laughs> Mechanic. No, no one jump in. Uh, jump in at, uh, at I'll jump in with she is a fine middle grade writer um well you haven't read her middle grade so you don't know for sure no okay well so i'll 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 kind of jump to a conclusion that we're not going to do because we don't do it anymore when i reviewed this on goodreads i gave it a four um which is completely contradictory to every number I've given it so far i know i was surprised like oh she really liked this book this will be interesting I'm going to clarify my four and I probably should have done it, but I don't ever leave like written reviews. This is only a young adult book because there were drugs, drugs, possible rape, possible prostitution. Um, She is a fine middle grade writer. I don't think she's a pro, uh, uh, proficient they, enough writer for me. I apologize. I'm really tired. Um, I don't think they are a proficient enough writer to be writing young adult, um, particularly because they are actually scared of the harder themes. If you're going to go yeah. with harder themes, go with the harder themes. And I don't Although need, maybe not it, too hard. Like, tell me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> you're so funny. I don't need like hardcore descriptions of all of this stuff, but don't pretend it's not happening. And that's what this kind of came across as is we're gonna, you know, vaguely say something happened there to make it not too too graphic, but you know, it, you still have to acknowledge the theme um on some level and and there was just no acknowledgement of it of it. So the reason why I gave it a four is because a young adult, very young adult reader, this is a very good book. It would also be a very good introduction to sapphic writing um, because it doesn't get too too graphic in that level. But for this being actual young adult, no, it's not. It's it's not good enough. Anyway, so, I don't remember what, what the, the plot was or what the theme was that we were talking about. Mechanics. Mechanics. Uh, okay, so there you go. To jump off of that, this is definitely a book I would suggest to someone who's possibly between the ages of twelve and fifteen, where they are 
probably no longer looking at middle grade books is what they're reading, but maybe aren't ready to be thrown Sarah J. Mass, <laughs> yeah. which is young adult. Um, but I don't think the writing level is as good as, say, Sarah J. Mass. And, and that's saying a lot for me because I'm not a huge fan of, of, of her writing either. Their writing, I don't know. Her um, writing. Her writing. Um, and that's where I want to be very specific. We're talking about mechanics. She is. They are. They are. God, I apologize. <laughs> um, they're they're not a terrible writer, but they're 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 not a they're not a very proficient writer. The other thing I will say, again in semi defense, um, is this would be a great book for vocabulary building. Um, because I feel like Only if it, you're it, interested in the word mycelium. <laughs> What other vocabulary was in there? Oh, I don't know. I don't have it next to me. Um, But I remember thinking, oh, these are actually, like, there's descriptions. Is the description clear on, like, a solid plausibility platform? No. Um, But for a younger reader, are we getting introduction into words that, you know, would expand their vocabulary? Yes, again, 13 to 15-year-olds, not, you know, 18-year-olds are going to know what some of this stuff is, what these words are. Um, but I thought it was okay with the word choices. I thought it was a bit bit more difficult in middle grade in terms of what I've been reading that's middle grade. Um, and, like, it's a story. It, it's not. The story could have been worse. Would have been worse. I read worse this week. <laughs> In terms of structure, perspective, content, I have read worse. Read worse. So, like, it was a relief on some levels. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, mechanics aside, for me, there was nothing special about them. Sarah? Uh, I mean, I've kind of gone over it already, but again, no, not enough development on any element. Um, rushed, so poor pacing, everything, the whole thing could have taken place over one day. It kind of felt like it sometimes. No time, even though she was in prison for days, but like, it, it didn't feel like it. Um, no repercussions or like recovery time again like her sister being drugged or that she was imprisoned she didn't really struggle with like the trauma from that afterwards um the relationship was perfunctory at best they just thought he, the other person was hot but they obviously didn't know each other well enough to actually have any sort of connection so that felt really just tacked on there so that was kind of like if you come to this book for a sapphic romance like i can see how like if it's like your first foray into that genre it it's interesting but like it's just not much of a romance there and it, no. and then the ending is just like i'll wait for you be like okay i guess and then they just like part ways um which is fine because it also would have been weird if they're like we're gonna be together forever bestie um so like i don't know i don't know what the wind like how to the way it was written just didn't really allow for it either way, I guess. Um, yeah. 
I, I just, I don't feel like enough time was spent on any thing. So I don't think the mechanics were particularly good. But yes, as Amberly has pointed out, compared to other recent options, it makes <laughs> sense. It's coherent. Mostly, maybe there's some confusing points where it's like, was, was she, did she like become a prostitute or, you know, like that kind of thing. But for the most part, you know what's going on and you know what's going to happen. Um, and so, you're not sitting there going, oh my God, what did I just read? <laughs> I will never scrub that from my brain. I mean, I've read worse graphic things, but in terms of just deranged energy, that book was definitely high on the list. Um, that book being Tell Me I'm Worthless for Let's yes, Get to Yes, yes, not... Not Leech of the Leech Night of Forest the night is course. not deranged. Very no. tame. Stroll through the park in comparison. Not psychologically damaging at all. Um, so it, in that regard, it was relaxing to read. At no point was I ever like, oh boy, this is this is something. <laughs> At no point did I have a moment where I was like, I have to have a conversation about this. While thinking about how people are going to perceive this conversation, while listening to Kim and Sarah have this conversation and worrying about how they will be perceived as they have this conversation. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. But then I guess you do, so then you have to try. <laughs> what do one of us is on social media and have to deal with the backlash? <laughs> That's your choice, my dude. <laughs> okay, so, mechanics. Sarah, what do you rate it? Two. Kim. I'll give it a five. Well, I, I give it a five as well. Middle of the road. Like, it's got solid sense and structure. We have a beginning, a middle, and the end, whether Kim believes that or not. <laughs> um, I also had should have had it in, though, so... <laughs> Okay, the next one is, and I'm, I'm <laughs> so looking forward to you guys just ripping into this, uh, predictability. Oh, yeah. There wasn't Wait. anything to predict. And, like, the fact that he was her son, the goddess's son, I knew that was coming. Um, that Who was pretty cared? predictable. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. I, I mean, that, that was an obvious... Has- yeah. Taz was lying was pretty obvious. I knew she was going to be a priestess the moment we saw the tattoos. Yeah. The that yeah so I thought that was a so given long. because of yeah. the tattoo. Like, yeah, I was I was surprised when we found out that it was a surprise that she was the priestess. Yeah. And I'm just like, why is this like, surprising? Like, she talked I about... Thought we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lucha had talked about how, like, some other lady had been found with that tattoo because she was an acolyte of the goddess or whatever and got yeah. stoned or burned or something. And, like, Burn, yeah. so then when when were we supposed to be surprised by this turn of events? Yeah, yeah. Was I, you know, I was not surprised that the, oh, I can't say the word, Rio was, like, going to turn against them and trap her. was not surprised. Oh, Obispo? Obispo, thank you. Um, was I not surprised that Lucia was going to have to take on the goddess's power? No, I was not surprised. The only thing that surprised me is that the mushrooms stopped being dark magic. <laughs> they were neutral. That was the only thing that surprised me. 
surprised me. And that's only because most people treat, most writers treat mushrooms as like the dark evil thing and not just, you know, a natural part of the life cycle. Like something has to die. It has to be broken down so we can have life again. Um, yes, Sarah, were you going to say something? Cause you like, Oh yeah. I was like that. That was kind of surprising to me, the dichotomy of life and death being treated as like two separate things. Cause I was like, yeah, I thought she was saying at one point that it was all part of the same cycle, but then at the same time yeah. she had, she has to destroy the like dude with the death powers, but not really, but kind of. And I'm like, it's like, make up your fucking mind. Okay. <laughs> I don't it, That was all predictable. Was it predictable that Lise was going to get, you know, magically sick? Like, I knew she wasn't imprisoned in the fifth ring. I was like, well, she's not going to be imprisoned. These are people who are bringing they in. She, they said she was detoxing in the fifth ring, which yeah. I think was accurate. She was just in, yeah. like, a hospital situation. Um, yeah. But, like, like, you know, she wasn't being held against for Lucia to, like, force her to, you know, function, even though Lucia seemed to think she was. Um, so, yeah, it was it was predictable. There was nothing other than the mushrooms that was, like, unpredictable. And maybe the fact that Lucia didn't settle down, the fact that Lucia was going to continue to travel. If we're to actually finish as, what she started? If we're treating this as a scandalous, <laughs> I don't know if there's another book, but it's surprising that it ended there. If there is not another book. If there is another book, then it's not surprising. Um, maybe surprising yeah. that Paz didn't decide to go with her. And I was like, what? why not just go? She left yeah. before. I know. That was, that was, yeah. But yeah, it felt kind of, of forced. Yeah. Much like yeah. most of the story. Okay. So I rate predictability at a three. I was not, even mushrooms cannot save it. It was, it was a three. Kim? Three. Sarah. Um, I don't like doing the same thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't like extremes. Uh, but I am tempted to give it a one because it really didn't divert from expectations at all. Um, only when in the beginning when I thought it might make an attempt to do so, and it definitely didn't. Uh, I'm gonna go with one. Yeah, I, I feel comfortable okay. with one. Okay. Emotional reaction. I'll start. Uh, I was actually angry at this book at the end. Um. Like I okay. said, I'm like, what is the point behind this goddamn character? That's what I ended with. Um, okay. So, yeah, there's my emotional reaction. Mine was relief because it was not tell me I'm worthless. I will be honest. That's completely <laughs> and utterly that is not. That is not a fair comparison. <laughs> no, but, like, the level of relief was strong. Okay. I, I really, like, I really don't know how to explain how much I did not want to have to do a deep dive into tell me I'm worthless. Kim, I really cannot have tell to you read how that much book. I cannot tell you how happy I am. I did not read past that first sentence because I could not stand that first fucking sentence of that book. Yeah, it's so, I don't even remember the first sentence. Oh, I'll share it. Go on, go on, Kim. Oh, I gotta get it. So you guys keep talking. I gotta pull it up. Yeah. 
so like emotionally I was quite content with this because like it wasn't challenging. It was a cleanser after telling me I'm worthless and I didn't have to like struggle to focus on it. Like I could dedicate two hours to it each night and get it done quickly. So my emotions were solid. It was good. It was okay. Sarah? It was good. It was okay. Um. So for me, I mean, I do feel you on the whole, it wasn't tell me I'm worthless. So my brain was just happy with that. But I mean, I did have struggle. I, I did have struggle. Oh, man. I had some difficulty focusing, especially in the beginning. But then later on, my I, I was just kind of bored, I guess, unstimulated. So my brain was thinking about other things that I could be reading or doing you know so I would have to kind of reread parts sometimes or not bother and just assume I would figure things out um so I would say my like overall emotion towards it was mostly just kind of like indifference slash boredom and I was a little annoyed with the end I did not like the ending um not really angry like Kim apparently was but definitely (laughs) just like Okay, that that is technically a way to end a book, but not in any satisfying way. I should also add on to this that on top of Tell Me I'm Worthless, we also had the darkness outside of us. So like a darkness outside us. So this was like this is really they really like it was a really a relief. I was like, no one died multiple times, you know, multiple lives things. No one, you know, we just had a traditional hero's journey. Was it a great oh. hero's journey? No. Oh. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I am you not a huge Kim. fan of a hero's journey, but good God, do not equate to this to the hero's journey. There is not one element of this that falls into the actual breakdown of a hero's journey. Yes, there are. There so are. Where Where was the calling? Where was the refusal? Where was uh, where was was when Alan tried to have her join with her with the drugs. There is then the tr- leaving, the literal leaving of you don't you. Uh, no, it was a it had hero's journey elements. We we had the goddess. We had a literal goddess. Okay, oh. no, I I'm not going to debate the hero's journey on this. We're not we're not going to do it. I am not <laughs> getting into it. I would have to have the outline in front of me in order to break it down. But you cannot that calling cannot be to something that she wasn't called was by like, Alan to be Salvador, what she ended up being would be a calling. We have a okay, calling. Anyway, point it right now anyway, because no, I'm tired. No, like, no. No. So what about um, that no, first sentence both... of "Tell me I'm worthless"? Oh, How's that going? It, it, the first sentence is long after the house is gone, it's there. Oh, I literally could not get past that sentence. Okay, so for <laughs> emotional reaction, Kim, what was your emotional reaction for this book? Two. Okay, Sarah, hey, it's my number. Two. Hey, it's mine now. <laughs> mine was a six. Again, it was not these last two books we had done. Readability. Mine's a seven. It was readable. And not challenging, okay. but also not easy. I not 
not challenging, not interesting is what I meant to say. Not, yeah. not super easy. I would never be going to give it. Oh, am I? Give, I didn't seven. know if we were doing our little discussion and then doing numbers. Uh, I would give it like. Oh, I'm weighing the whole boredom, like drag against just the ease of just flying. Hey, it was actually easy because I got through it in like two days um, and I didn't feel burdened by it. So, yeah, I'll say like an eight. Okay. I gave it a good number that time. I don't really help it rebound. Kim? So, um, I'll give it like a seven and a half. It was perfectly readable. I, I didn't actually read it. I listened to it, which I know is the same thing. Um, I managed it in one flight. So, uh, that was at two and a half yeah. speed. And I was able to follow what I was hearing at two and a half speed without having the words in front of me because I didn't open the book. I list, just listened to it. So, that okay. that means it's pretty pretty readable. All right. And then finally, we have style. Which, again, I feel like, like we, we, we discussed. Yeah. And I think that's what Sarah was it about was too to say. too shallow, too basic, yep, too yep, yep. wishy-washy, kind of like not committing to anything in particular and just sticking with like the traditional tropes without yeah. really breaking any I, molds. I don't feel like we got the author's voice. Yeah, no, it, it really felt like they had an assignment, so they just wrote something out they hit all the bullet points of like a traditional story turned it in and they were like that's that's a book yeah i it. couldn't if someone were to hand me another piece of this author's writing i wouldn't be able to be like oh yeah that's that one author you know aiden thomas if you hand me a piece of aiden thomas's work i'd be like that is aiden thomas and this i'm like oh it's some author that has latin american influence on their writing but that's about it i wouldn't be able to pinpoint who it was um what about you kim any thoughts um my thoughts right now are you know kind of along the lines of this is a sophomore book um and that reads pretty heavily into it um and then i also would wonder if this book and the making of her her middle reader book there. into a tv series there sorry thank you um into a disney series influenced when this book if they were kind of tied together meaning um if that was part of the contract um or that her publish their publishing company um wanted another book to publish as quickly as the announcement of the other book becoming a Disney series, you know, kind of coinciding together to help sell us another book. So I I don't know if we could even research that history, but yeah, this, this just really read as a sophomore book. So, um, and, and, and a published book. It's not a sophomore book. It's not. I thought it was their second. No, do they have? Because I'm looking at on their thing right now. Don't they have a whole series of books like middle grade? They do. So, but it is their first YA, isn't it? Yeah. No, apparently it's not. Oh. oh. Wow. Okay. So this is okay. Let me see here. Um, they have 
three anthologies that they participated in. They have four middle grade books that they've done. Are they all the same series, the four? No, there's three in the series and then one that it looks like it's a, like a graphic novel standalone. That's part of the Are You Afraid of the Dark series, which is a reference to its show. Um, they then have a duology that's We Set the Dark on Fire and We Unleash the Merciless Storm. And then they have an adult novel coming out July. So I think this suffers more from lots of writing and just yeah. getting lots of books out as opposed to like like this is someone who's trying to make writing their their career as opposed to someone who is like I don't know it, it, I just I wouldn't be able to pick them pick them out I wouldn't I would not be able to yeah. look at all of these books and be like these are all written by the same person because there isn't <laughs> enough style there there isn't a voice there um, there is a book for consumption agreed yeah okay so for that I give it a five because it's, it's kind of for me the style's neutral middle ground it, it there isn't any um, but there's no like detracting style like again tell me I'm worthless oh man that would be detracting style uh so like it's a five for me I'm gonna go Sarah. with a four. Oh, Kim gives it a four Sarah yep I mean it's just so bland that it doesn't really have any style like even in like a tell me I'm worthless is obviously not a style I enjoy but it's distinctive I don't know that I would give it a high score though on style. Uh, that's it was what more I came down to. I hated that style. There's no it wasn't style even really, to hate. It's not so much, yeah, I guess it's not really a style so much as it's someone trying to create a style that's really like off the wall and it's just incoherent instead. So yeah, that's actually a poor example. Um, I, But I still, it's still so lacking, like flavorless that I don't even want to be like neutral uh but also not super uh i'll 3.5 3.5 okay good job sarah <laughs> that looks painful. tortured tortured by these painful. numbers <laughs> okay by these and numbers that don't matter exactly <laughs> okay bear with me here okay so sarah's total then oh, is yeah, it's all of them. So did I get to did, triple digits? Uh, I mean, if you count. Oh, that would only happen point. if I gave ten to every single one of them, right? Ten <laughs> categories, barely. Uh, mm. so because it's one hundred and fifty, um, total points possible, and you gave this a twenty-eight point five out of one hundred and fifty points. Wait, for how points. many categories do we have? No, sorry. Yeah, you're right. There are ten categories, ten, 10 points, ten yeah. points. Okay. So 28 out of 100. So I broke double digits. Well and wait, done. you said 28.5? 28.5. So if we count the decimal as a digit. That's what I mean, Amber said earlier, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That This is your worst rated book so far. I'm not surprised. I was pretty bored. Kim, you gave it a 39. Wow. I was generous. <laughs> you like this as much as I like the darkness outside of because I gave the darkness outside of the thirty nine. 
And I gave this a 48.5. So almost half. Almost half. Almost half. I will say, I, you guys brought it down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the conversation, yeah. Yeah, definitely argued it down from where I was at. Yeah. We grade on the curve anyway. Yeah. And there was valid points. Like, you guys made valid points. I was like, yeah, actually, you know, you're kind of right. I think it was just mostly relief on my part. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was not a horrible book to read. It was easy. It's just, I am not going to remember this in, like, three days. No. No, no, no. Not really an an impression lever. Yeah. So, our total points, out of 150 points, we gave it 116. No, 300 points. Out of 300 points. I don't know where I'm getting the fucking 150. 300 points, it was... 116. 116. So, in total, we brought it up to the, the triple digits. Um, It's probably our worst-rated book that we... How is that really, possible? 48. Really decided, 48, we go 39, again. 28. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I was thinking Kim was also in the 20s, and I just... No, she's like in the 30s. 116. Yeah, no, she was in the 30s. And and I will say this was our worst rated book of the ones that we were willing to go in-depth conversations about. That you were willing to go in-depth conversations I about. I willing to go <laughs> in-depth conversations about. I'm sorry, I just, I did not want to end Pride Month on... Yeah, it, it would not have been a very good book for Pride. That book is just that seething cesspool of negativity. Um, yeah. And this is just like, yeah, it's a bland, inoffensive, sapphic book. It's, you know, it's something. It's a nice little sapphic consumption. Yeah. Something nice would to be find a... under short notice, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think if a, a parent is looking for a safe sapphic book that isn't going to completely bore their young, very young adult, then it, it's a good one to go to. They're yeah. going to get a good safe love story. And I, you know, a younger reader isn't going to be too bothered by what's happening with lists to, 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 really delve into that and make it uh something that affects their lives and and in the long run it it does have a message i can't i don't want to say like a good message bad message kind of thing but it does really emphasize the idea that individuals make choices that decide how their lives will play out as opposed to it's out of their control um, so I think for a young reader, being reminded that they choose how to proceed forward in life, it's okay. It's solidly okay to give this to them and, like, help them remember that it's not out of their control, um, particularly with the way the world feels out of control most days. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. On that note, I now get to turn around and edit this. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and it's called The Battle of the Nile by Epistemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Bookpile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcast. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is, av- is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.